0: Mason Dixon, A View from an Office Cube. Painful Insights on Race, Religion, and Sex. This book is to my late wife, Tante, and to the three major religions I still Growing. This book was written while prelude. This book was written while my technical career diminished. I watched others excel in southern corporate environment based on gender and the color of their skin. I realized at a stage of my life that racism was powerful, but it could be only effective only if you surrender to it. I have learned to accept subconsciously the life card that has given me a way of environmental cultural in economic imprints from my childhood. You are given obstacles from the day of conception. As a sperm, each of us is one of the millions, possibly billions, not in a vulgar way. Each of us is ejaculated into an unknown environment that is com- competitive from the start. The journey of the egg is already hostile and dangerous, though we made it, yes, I made it out of millions of billions. I made it, but yet to encounter another hostile environment, the egg, the vase, for the egg, and once again, not having form. I made it. Then while hitting the egg of my mother, another electric charge takes place. Then without any human intervention, I'm ready for the new environment how i survive it, it mandates using what i already been equipped with after nine months you here a new environment strike one you're black strike two you're black male strike three you're born without much wealth now you can see i did not say poor there is no, that is important reason why i left out being poor it's because i have entered the world without much we- wealth I did not have as much as I would have liked. The supreme brain blessed me for wealth that many people I have since encountered did not have. A loving praying mother, a strong father figure, a family that loved me, supported me. Though I disagreed with many of them on the things that went on in my family, a love that we shared outweighs any difference that we, have, we may have. In addition, while being blessed to be able to write and advance in age, I realize that some of the things I, some of the things I swore I would never do, I'm doing. Have I never been a physical victim of the prison-industrial complex that has imprisoned me in my mind? I now have realized that I am continuously, daily, in mean, continuous daily battles against myself. Since writing this book, I've come into va- to value enemies just as much as I value friends. My enemies have taught me much. more taught me more about myself. Most importantly, it taught me that I am t- what I must do to elevate spiritually, mentally and physically. This book is more than a book about my life. This book is an account of what life has thrown at me. So far, the tools and the armour I have from God to master the future obstacles I will surely meet. I am confident the reader of this piece will find this topic of discussion. Be life changing. Peace on to you. Chapter 1 Carolina. The baby boy, late 1970s. Daddy would ride me everywhere on the back of his old pickup truck, especially in spring days in the country. They were all south. Take the old pickup a couple of times to start, but like clockwork, the old full truck was always dependable. Being a boy, they loved to play outside. Oh, normally maybe. Halfway up a tree, too fat, too tired to climb to the top. I was listening out for the screen door on the the porch, so shut. He would call my name. Doogie, doogie, come on, boy. I would already be halfway down the old tree. The smell of strong or pipe. He would have dangling from the corner of his mouth, was my alert. As I hopped on the back of the old pickup, he Drove up the roads. A scent of eventually teal dirt or cow manure was common. I had born Douglas Bay Brewer in 1968, a heightened civil rights movement. Da- Daddy, whose name is Roy Brewer, was a sharecropper in rural North Carolina for most of his life. Most of the siblings had left for the north, New York City, New Jersey, Baltimore. Migration up north. As many already know, it happened regularly. It happened to my mum's side of the family. Also, the climate in the south was not a good place for some good black people. During the years before and prior to my birth, the majority of my family on both sides migrated to the north, looking for so-called better life. Dad chose not to leave North Carolina. His decision puzzled me, as I saw through the eyes of a child how good and happy my uncles and aunts were. Up north, as a child, like most young boys, I was very curious about many things. When I was not eating anything, everything put before me, I always ran in some sort of odd or random questions by my parents, primarily running a boatload of them to Daddy. I must have run him crazy, but he never shunned me away. He always had some sort of answer for me. I never saw Daddy drink alcohol. Neither was there any alcohol allowed in our house. The only time drinking was allowed in the house was when my uncles came down from the north. Late summer, our house would be filled with smell, of cheap liquor, cigar smoke and laughter. As I would hear them laugh and talk about their old times, my uncle, Floyd Burrow, along with my aunt, Hattie, Jane, who lived in Baltimore, always made it a point to drive down south every summer. Uncle Floyd's Cadillac would be packed with my cousins who were a bit older than I was. My older brothers and sisters had a great time with them. Our family reunion seemed just as exciting as holidays. With that said, our family was close-knit. My parents, along with my aunts and uncles, made sure that we knew the importance of family. It's common for my northern, northern cousins to spend the whole summer with us, as they called it, down south. Before I was born, my family lived near Olive Branch North Carolina, where mamma had eight children. One girl to precede me, my sister, Cynthia, sadly passed on. I learned that Mama and Daddy lived in a cropped land owned by local whites, the Sergal family. Daddy had shared crops since he was nearly a child himself. He learned from t- talking to mamma my uncles, that Daddy's parents had died early. He and one of my aunts were the only two out of the eight of the children to stay in the south. Sharecropping was about was what paid the bills for them back in the sixties. I was told he should he be soon would leave because the landlord owner had threatened to whip me of my brother for not picking a batch of eggs for him. Sounds like the eighteen hundreds, huh? Nope, it was the late 60s, and we're still catching hell. My family moved to the town of Marshville, nothing really but an extension of the branch, but closer to the town. Being that I was born in 1968 to Scarecopper, I found that mum and daddy had only two children that weren't born in the hospital. The rest of them were my midwife. My parents, Roy and Anita brother had in order Sassy, whose real name is Esther, and a snowman, whose real name is Peter. I never, I was never close with him, the boy, because I never saw him much. He was just, he was just back from vietnam snowman, was trying to make amends with a woman he married after leaving for duty. Snowman, Benny, about five foot six, shorter than average, but with the spunk of a pop bull, was the oldest boy. There was. Then there were Hattie Lee, Donald Ray, a.k.a. Gus, the senior Philip, a.k.a. Moon, Cynthia, who preceded me in death two years, and then me. Everyone in our rural area had gardens. Our gardens were packed with vegetables of all kinds. I can remember any time going to, to the store to buy any vegetables. As a young boy, I always saw Daddy working all the time. At times, Daddy used to Use a mule to plow our garden that was located behind our house. Occasionally, he would borrow a tractor, but he preferred the mule. My lazy behind was always at last to get up, but I knew it was time to plow the garden when I heard the loud sound of, Gee up, gee up, old mule. Daddy used the yell. Daddy stood about five feet six and or seven inches tall, and most always wore a hat tilted aside that daddy was small and His hands were hands of steel, being that he was doing hard labor since a child. The years of hard work would in his hand in his face. When not working or playing, doing business, he w- w- wore nice iron pajamas as he relaxed around the house, maybe with a cigar. I would beg him to let me steer the mule. Daddy, please let me steer the mule. I would plead with him all the time. Occasionally, he would let me give it a shot. I tried to plough, but I was not good enough at it, even though I was fat stocking and kid kid and not old enough to do it. Daddy really did not have much for me to do around house or field except for help pick the potatoes, ice potatoes he called them. Sometimes he would have me pull and suck around car hall or fetch stuff from the garden family garden or smokehouse. He bade me a lot. When Daddy was working a job at the local factory, I was sitting in the alert road. I did this almost every day, and when Mum allowed me to, I would sit and watch cars to go by, waiting for one of his buddies to drop him off. I was eager to get my piece of sandwich. He always had saved me for lunch, and Mum had made him. He and I would walk towards the house. I would nibble on a piece of sandwich, and ask all sorts of questions. He would do his best to answer, Anything I threw at him, but at times he'd give up, give me looks. So he wanted me to shut up. I was really glad to see him, just to see his stern face and little grin to give he gave me as he walked up to the. As we walked up the old dusty road, with a smell of factory on his shirt, his hat tilted on the side, his big lunchbox in one hand, the other resting on my hand. I knew he was tri- tired. Have found time to talk to me. Daddy looked over the the older than mamma did, and she was not some, but some of his age was due to work overload. He seemed to be never rest. He was not at work; he was in the garden or looking after the livestock. I opened up friends of his. Mamma would always intervene, saying, "Doogie, Daddy he's tired and he needs some rest. Leave him alone for a minute, boy. I would do what." I was told for a while, but later started splattering questions at him again. This is a whole to be podcast show. And I have been reading from the book by Mason Dixon, A View from an Office Cube, Painful Insights on Race, Religion and Sex, available on Amazon.com for the price of $9.11 for Kindle or $18.95 for paperback. Transitioning into Womanhood, Journey of Self-Realisation by Kodrisha R. Matthews Acknowledgements I give my praise and thanks to my Heavenly Father for placing such a huge dream in my heart. Even when I was less than worthy of being his messenger, he continued to believe in and bless me. I would also like to thank my power my daughter in spirit, Charlene Hamblin, soon to be Dr. Hamblin. Your refusal was the fuel that kept me driven through it all. The time you invested was deeply appreciated. I love you. the years have grown to deeply love a few women, but for me, my grandmother stood out more. Sorry, Mum. To me, my grandmother represents the true qualities of a woman in all forms. Throughout my life, she was successfully betrayed. The qualities of a whole and balanced woman, her, her being, is very much reflected in a woman who had entered and embraced womanhood. My memories as a child were her being a mother, but but not to her not not just her own children or ten of them, and grown children, but also the people in the village in which we lived. She is still respected and lovingly known by all as Mother Enid in Edna. Our home was always filled with labouring children and adults. Her memories of her literally scraping the pot for meals in order to assure that no one was left hungry. I never seen her emotionally imbalanced. If she was ever angry or upset, she dealt with it privately and quietly. To this day, she was the kindest gentlest eyes and a smile that melts hearts. She humble, God-fearing, a living to all. She has always carried herself in the most graceful, a respected manner. For many years to his death, she was my grandfather's faithful wife and his life partner, working diligently to provide for their family. On account of this, it was easy for me to see when I lost my way that what actions and sense of being were not reflected of a wise, maturing woman. And therefore I therefore realised I the need for further emotional and spiritual growth. I am grateful to Mum for inspiring me. Many thanks, I love you. Many thanks to my mother Angelie. My father Alan for teaching me some great lessons and values for the great choices that they they made on my behalf. Always extend my love to my entire family. I'm grateful to have all of to have you all at the centre of my universe. To all the ladies have played lovely roles in my life. I, added, I have added great value to it. Have influence one form or another. The person I am today Miss Amber Dooligan Andy Betty, Miss Stephanie Julice, J- Miss Norma Ashby, Miss Hyacinth DeForest, Miss Dorothy Peters, I am forever grateful with love always. Many thanks to my partner love of my life, Mr. A- Alistair Peters, knows thanks for being one of the best men I have known, o- to all my love forever and always. To my best friend, Mrs. Julia Peters-Davis, I love you. Introduction. The word transiting is def- defined as movement, passage, or change from one position, stage, to another. muriel whispers de- Dictionary. Throughout our life, we go through various stages. These stages are more apparent in our transition. From a baby to a young child, then to a the adolescent, and finally adult. True adulthood comes from maturity. Maturity is in psychological it's ability to respond to your environment in an appropriate manner, which comes with a consciousness of self or knowing oneself at depth and realise the sense of responsibility of government, control of actions, decisions and behaviour. Often we take it for granted. And maturity comes naturally as we age. But this is not always the case. Realization itself is continuous awareness of the responsibility and efforts required to mold ourselves in every area of life. It leads us to define purpose and tre- acknowledgement of the purpose. Transiting into the adult is it then made it easier if we get, as we get older, since we can draw on increased wisdom, hence growth in our thinking and well being. Failure to trans- transition. Effectively into adult often comes with a real or consistent unhappiness, where we perceive ourselves to be in life and need to realize or become more. This feeling of discontentment or happiness acts as an alarm, or should to to indicate the need for self-realization or in-depth knowledge and awareness of one's being and true self on a deeper or spiritual level. The Awakening, Realising, my Transition Before I consciously re- realised my own transition into womanhood I was made aware of my fragile state of being I began asking myself questions such as Who am I? What do I want out of life? What's my life's purpose? Am I am I, am, I, am I... am I where I should be? It was a grim day when I realised that I had no idea the answers were to many of those questions. The questions themselves were, were not new to me. In fact, for many years I have been haunted by them. But I had slightly chosen and buried them deep within me, afraid I might have to find the answers. So I endured with difficulty making them my choices and sometimes allowing these choices my environment and other people to influence and shape me to lessen who I wanted to be. I'm battling for life Life in equipped. So I transitioned like a raft without a paddle, floating around in circles, till finally one day I said, I had enough. I need more from life. My life. There is a huge difference between the woman I am today and who I was five years ago. Today my smile was depth. I am confident in who I am, who, who, who I can be, how wealth of knowledge, my pos- posh is almost as it, as it should be. When I speak of posture, I am referring to my reflection through my eyes. I not only recognise the positive physical changes, but I can be equally proud of the person who come inside. It's true, the time has left its scars. Nevertheless, I am strong and confident in the grace I love of my Creator, the true wellness of life. The appreciation of growth I have just highlighted, you need to know my story, which I share as we go along. I should tell you this. I've allowed myself to age physically and mentally, running after the world and after people who did not appreciate my value as emotionally tormented, spiritually drained, and battered with torments, what appeared to be expectations of others equally as my own. Don't let me, don't get me wrong. I blame all my life's problems, did not rest on the shoulders of others. However, my perception of all I played in my life, hampered my growth and development. The roads I traveled over years were not easy. and the usual challenges. But I, but I because, but I because of the, these were compounded by the fact I was ill-prepared to head towards a more mature life. I was misled, led by the illusions and deceptions of the world. People around me were either too caught up in the bowels of life's trials, who just did not know how. I did not want to take the time to relate the wealth and experience in the younger, less knowledgeable minds. Equally, in my young, naive state, I was probably so caught up in my own delusion of thinking I knew it all, I may have missed out on their efforts. Once I realised that it existed in a huge gulp in my knowledge of life, how best to approach the cannibals, it kept throwing at me. I set off on a journey to find the answers through research and soul thinking. And by deserving the women I loved and respected, as I tried to avail the woman I should be. My next aspiration was to compile and share the information I discovered with you. I've learned there are certain tools every woman requires to get in a comfortable, fulfilling place in life. These tools will assist in the development of key qualities I refer uh, to in Chapter One, define definition of womanhood. As you face your storms in life, your qualities. Will enable you to become stronger, more graceful, more and a beautiful woman. Once upon, once upon, you will look with great pride. I will share these tools as we go along. They lead me to the answers of many que- my questions. Therefore, will possibly lead you to the answers to yours. I pray, as you read, you will be inspired, enlightened with change in the pre- pre- perceptive of the way you view womanhood. This will help you, the outer and in you, to grow and develop spiritually, emotionally, physically, so that you may become pillar and source of strength of yourself and others around you. I hope you realise by embracing, accepting and strengthening that who you are, you can transcend to far more than what meets the eyes, thus realising your purpose. I pray that your journey will be as fulfilling as the original and originally intended by the Creator, as a tradition to womanhood, being better equipped to handle than many curveballs that life throws. Note, being equipped doesn't mean you'll make, you will not make mistakes or unwise choices, it simply means you recover in your time, you're shorter, you're responsible, to be smarter. You will be less likely to make the same mistakes over and over again, as I and many women continue to do. Nothing of a great sin happens overnight, May or may not have heard the saying, "Rome wasn't built in a day." Rome was considered one of the greatest cities ever built. The same principle applies to our lives. If we want to be the greatest and best we can, we cannot reasonably expect everything to fall place overnight. It takes time and effort to achieve the best for everything and everyone. The effort is required is not just one off. It's a learning curve that involves identifying, identifying negative habits and replacing them with positive ones process on way forward being being the best you can be in it itself is a journey will hopefully lead to a complete whole you. Every journey begins with a single step ends only if you go to a distance. whatever you walk, run, ride or fly, you may must go the distance whatever you whatever your journey make sense in the end is entirely dependent on the decisions and choices you make along the way chapter one the qualities representative of a woman the word womanhood it is defined as a start, state of quality of being a woman and womanly and having a constant of qualities thought to be appropriate or representative of a woman free as a young girl i can't wait to be a woman in my mind, this meant being beautiful, wearing makeup, high heels, pretty clothes, having a husband, having, making babies. This is all that was visible. Hence, all appeared to be womanhood. I remained none the wiser for a long time. After a few f- slaps and kicks from life, I finally woke up to the fact: is much more than being a woman than appears on the surface, as highlighted in the definition above. So, equally. There are certain qualities that are representative or appropriate to those who enter womanhood. I have also discovered, based on my encounters, that reading the Bible is a great source of knowledge and guidance in my life. Therefore, I seek firsthand the words of wisdom its impulse, I often pray for divine revelations about things I need to know and the critical life lessons that are necessary for me to learn to get through life of ease. When you seek the truth, it is often based Best you seek it yourself by going to original source. The cost, as they say can be very high. One day I was browsing this book of Proverbs 3110 thirty one and came across what I consider to be the most profound and in depth description of a woman who's entered into womanhood. I realised I seek what I seek to be, I have seen and seen in my grandmother, is what the Bible me- mean deems a virtuous woman. Who and what is a virtuous woman? According to Proverbs thirty one. You will find a virtuous woman for prices far above rubles. A heart of a woman her husband safely trusts in her. She works willingly with her hands. She is like a merchant ship. She brings the food from afar. She considers a field and buys it. The fruits of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She looks well to the to the way Of her household, eats not the bread of idleness. She stretches her hands to the poor. Yea, she reaches full for hands to needy. Strength for honor, her clothing in her tongue and law, kindness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, be praised. He praised her. Favor, favor is deceitful. Virtue is vain, but a woman that fears the God Lord should be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands; let her work, her own works, praise her. In the gates, a well-defined woman is invaluable. She is well trusted and greatly loved by those around her, closest to her. Her worth is recognized, and trust granted to her is inherent, naturally in the love given to her. Her uh, truth is unquestionable. Her integrity never compromises. Virtuous woman virtuous woman is not, cannot be lazy. She recognises her responsibility, work, provides herself, those depend trend on her. She does not take the way, easy way out. She does not depend on anything to provide for her. She's independent and able to take care of herself and her loved ones. If need arises, a virtuous woman recognises opportunities and capitalises on them. She's productive. She recognises the value of time and makes great use of it. She is kind, she is giving. She knows that her blessing mean men, little or less she shares them with those who may be less fortunate. She is loving, she takes great pride in know in know her, in how she prevents herself. She dresses and carries herself very respectfully. Her physical form, her body is taken care of. She also recognises the value of words, takes responsibility for, for them. She is decent and highly principled. She knows who she is and what she stands for. She is deemed a good woman, is loved and blessed by all. I like Pastor E.V. Duncan's spin on this. His excellent book, Nicovilla God Called Her Help, Adam Called a Woman. He suggests that our kind of achievement of these qualities is more apparent as she matures. More so in the final stage of womanhood, after she has fulfilled a worldly domestic mandate, purpose. Imagine the day when your men and children, seeing our virtue, rise up, praise us and bless us, because we have successfully passed to them the best of us. Equally, a woman has matured into woman, recognising mortality, is conscious of a power, that far sees that of a world its creator that he should be praised magnified and uplifted as such the blessings of the power and rules a created universe god surrounds her youth could be sometimes disguised more reality as almost imaginary it's important therefore we become and remain conscious of the fact we are mere immortals the years are fleeting and an end comes abruptly we must never fail to ask the questions of ourselves, a challenge our soul in preparation for something that can be missed and we are, if we are unconscious of it. Over the years, I have lost many of my colleagues and relatives. This is, has brought me the reality home to me. A virtuous woman is not vain. Her value is in her inner beauty. This pours out and her physical form. Thus she is beautiful inside and out. She also knows her worth. She loves herself because she is able to see her fruits, accomplishments, poor, true potential and value. Her accomplishments is not limited to tangible and visible things, such as a successful career or money. It's also measured by other achievements, such as lives that are touched positively, Including her own the result of her uh, efforts, my experiences have led me to realize a have led me to realize that one balanced woman is defined by virtues is realizing myself for her virtues that she's able to fulfil her purpose become a greater self. Good news for us. Is, is that this woman was not born this way? She no, no get, grows in the world. For this reason we transition through various stages until we reach right, at a halt. We cannot walk before we creep. We cannot creep before we carried. Life is a journey that once completed, to bring wisdom, insight and whole wholeness. If if we succeed in entering the final stage of one place, still vibrant, still full of life and wisdom, we shared and parted and those greater than, uh, of letters of knowledge experience we've entered motherhood. Contrary to what we think, the fact you can bear physical traits of woman does not mean you have entered motherhood. It takes a conscious effort and time invested in developing yourself to get there. It's imperative therefore that you have a vision of who you want to become or realise throughout who you live. Become to or realize throughout your life. The vision will determine who you grow into, and who and will set the tone for the decisions you make. Decisions of whether you fulfill your destiny. We're not told, but we also determine our destiny by choices we make along the way. Therefore, seek always to find your virtue and realize your best self. Transitioning into womanhood: journey of self-realization by Cosicia Matthews is available on Kindle at $3.51 or paperback $10 Alicia DiCarlo cat a tonic, A Novel 1. I'm so happy because today I found my friends they're in my head Nirvana lithium Day 722, two. a mess of brunette hair, concealed an unvaried expression, partly directly down to the centre, as framed a pair of hollow sunken cheeks, the oily looks gingerly hugged the woman's chest, several strands flanning outward in an array of split ends, as two fingers pried a staid piece from her eyes, eyelashes briskly battered, and sudden absence of the intrusion. Hazel was refocusing on the yellow pages of the written novel, held between bony fingers as hair rotated back into place. She stretched out against the wall several stiff bones cracking up the length of her back as she brought her knees to her chest. Minuscal pieces of dirt already shifted beneath her weight Several microscopic grains easing into the fabric of her sock, courtesy of the whole, hovering a big toe. There were whispers today among the usual timid crowd, whispers of a certain freak, as they called him. A woman had no knowledge of such a particular peculiar of individual. Although television was non existent within these walls, word of the outside world travelled fast, courtesy. A summon of loud mouthed nurses up on level three. I heard that switch is coming today. A beautiful face buried beneath a thick, curly mane confidently announced, dark gaze, vocally flickering in a corner girl's direction. The gossiper was known as Nelia, a 22 year old with abundance of naturally curly hair, smooth and smooth, orange olive skin. She apparently pled guilty. And the insanity defense and a sentence of 20 years in a loony bin. Word on the block was that she beat her brother with a baseball bat of his stolen diary. However, the table. However, the tale couldn't possibly be true, as she had to be, have done something dreadfully worse to end up in a place like this. 2. Alicia. Uh, Alicia de, de Calio A place like this place is a place like where you where you hear f- that? Where where you hear that from? Corey injected. Cobble eyes widened curiously as she threaded her fingers through knotted locks. She leaned forward, her metal feet on a chair, noisily sliding against the floor. Several onlookers glanced upwards through the hooded eyelids. That's Jackie. Nevardy dryly explained, avoiding the hardened glare. The woman in the corner of the treasuring copy of Sense and Sensibility held tightly in her clutch. Her nails were clipped and uneven, thick molds of dirt, black dirt present beneath the white nail as a hazel gaze lay transfixed on the gossipy woman. Apparently, I caught the, the, the mute's attention, nigglingly. Neg- I sniggered through her h- half sealed lips. Cora glanced curiously over her sh- shoulder. Chap lips curling into a devilish mark as she viewed the woman's stone-cold expression. I wonder what he looks like, Kara wondered, recollecting a gaze of a stiff navari as she attempted to visualise the possible appearance of the tourist villain. Do you think he's cute? Maybe, the olive-skinned girl gloated. I wonder if they make a big deal about his arrival. I mean, he's a seal crew after all, and all. Or, oh, so they say, not he added, turning minusly on her bottom lip as the hazel eyes ve- veered away from her rigid frame, returning to the pretty vivid print embedded upon the aging pages. The substantial steel doors opposite the trio swung widely open, revealing a scarlet woman, scarlet cheeked woman, her mid 30s, precisely dyed platinum blonde hair, and bright, cobalt eyes. A small single nail sat between rows of teeth, widened gaze, focusing on a woman, her faded brunette looks, knocks, and holy socks in the left corner of the rec a rec room. The rec room was discreetly sized, currently filled with 36 or so slightly calm and sedated individuals, all of whom were given four hours of socialisation time in his very room per day, a decent escape from the confinement of the concrete cells. Matted furniture littered a heavily stained concrete floor, a tri-cushion cushion couch, matching love seat, and correct level stair uh, retrospectively. Most of the material on the sofas lay severely torn, resulting in insistent picking of se- severed fabric on them by a assessed man named Lloyd very catatonic sometimes Lloyd would be caught wearing the bright white stuffing for the material rigid fingers deliberately slipping the object into his mouth as it disappeared from sight till you know, later uh, that night or the following morning of course by Cunningham who had been employed for this own nursing staff for three consecutive years and she taken quite a liking to the mute girl the the furthermost, furthermost corner. Though she knew the scraggy yellow head woman for nearly two whole years, she didn't have a single clue what her voice actually sounded like. Simple, Simply put, the woman did not speak. Nurse Bray's unpigmented shoes shuffled against the concrete, darting in the direction of the woman clutching a bulk, as she fell to her knees before her. Adeline, Nurse Bray, hissed through gritted teeth, her dainty fingers abruptly claiming her kn- clothed knee, and lines of Nurse eyes flickered upwards, meeting Nurse Bray's frantic expression as she lowered the book from her pork nose. It's, um, Nurse Bray heavily stuttered, glancing over her shoulder to view the gossiping girls seated, seated several feet away from her above, hastily continuing with for your ba- time for your bath, a set of non-existent brows raised and apply the pages sl- gliding, closed on Annabel's thumb. As she observed Nesbry's peculiar partic- particular stance. particularly Annabel, Annabel, Annadel did not receive bath a bath until after supper, at the very time that Nelly, Cora, and Jasmine received theirs. Is it an early bath, Bray added, sensing Annandale's confusion as he took aimlessly to her possibly skinny forearm. By yourself, too. You don't have to deal with Jasmine's annoying banter. Come on, she urged, uh, lanking Annandale into the standing position. She inordinately urged Annandale to slip into her sleek, inky black combat boots, the whole shoes disappearing from sight. The silent woman tightly clutched her favourite novel to her chest, The rolled sleeves of her black and white striped trousers eased down the length of her unshaven legs, delicately kissing the leather of her boots. She took Nurse Bray's hand in hers and headed in the direction of the hefty steel doors. Nanny and Cora's eyes contorted into tight slits at the sight of the moot. Prompting is prompting, exiting the rec room, f- following closely to on Nurse's Bray's heel. What's going on, Nibby? Only a moment of skeptical expression overcoming her features, as Cora m- merely shrugged. It's best if you don't. Prying in regards to Aradale, Lurch. After all, the woman was undoubtedly psychotic, or well, so it seemed. The washroom was several doors down from the rec room, complemented with six-claw foot porcelain tubs f- nailed firmly into the concrete floors. A trio of tubs claimed either side of the room respectively. The most interesting aspect of a bland and colourless room, however, was the shower, or it could, if it could even be called that. Located in the very back wall, directly between the rows of tubs, made a broad, open cubicle, with zero privacy, faded, multi-hued tiles, some cracked, some chipped. Instead of walls, a single pole sat on either side of the shower, full of grimy fingerprints. Arundel glanced in the nearest in, in spray's direction. P- pointed, pouted bottom lip tugged sh- sh- tightly between the teeth. The spray motioned the m- direction to the tub nearest the shower on the right side. Her fingers lacing around Adele's large top as she mentioned, For her to remove it, why am I the only one taking a bath? A perplexed expression overcame Adele's slogan features. Droopy eyes, searching upon the vacant tub as she tugged the striped jumpsuit top from her tail. So, she hadn't worn a bra today. That was a necessary. It was was not necessary unusual for a the woman. The bothersome material. Nearly suffocates her breasts, even gave her backaches. Unlike the typical orange jumpsuits prisoners wore, perish still walked a centurium but supplied with two piece assemblies layered with faded blackish grey and white stripes. Hovering Annadell's left breast was her patient number, sewn precisely into the fabric with an inky thread. Patient four two one oh Arundel knows. Bray urged, uh, trimming fingers, lacing round the decorative metal taps at the water, on as he emerged from the facet. You need to hurry up and get in the tub, sweetie. I think you're got, bringing in someone for the, a cleansing. Oh, that's why she brought me here. Arundel nodded, lips clip, cl- curling in a smirk, as she shuffled out the clothing, discarding them in a heap. Along the, with her unlaced boots and warm, the, the warm bulk of the foot of the half-full half tub. Just as the silent woman settled into the local warmer water, a beautiful, bountiful vest concealed by the deeply-filled deep basin and an influx of slamming doors and her shouts and suddenly emerged. Nurse Brave, that had an inconsiderable squeak, falling to her knees behind the tub as she squeezed. A bit too much shampoo into her palm. Her pulse quickened beneath her threads cage, thumping quickly into her throat, and the commotion increased. Arundel's gaze lay glued upon the broad open doorway, brows cocked in curiosity as Nose Spray's fingers threaded into her tangled locks, soap into her, her skull. She let out a mooted sigh of relief for the feel. The woman at the door at bath time, peculiar, maybe, inappropriate, and completely in a morbid way. Reminded her bathtime bath time as a child. Only these baths were given the present others, males and females intermixed Still, were. Nothing was private. Piece of shit, a firm voice announced, slightly muffled by the concrete walls, as a sync sonnet of heavy footed steps appeared. Nurse braised nails and unintentionally dug into the thick thin skin of her Prompting a petite squeak to emerge from the shy woman's mouth as Bray spluttered a series of apologies immediately following. The woman's heart was beating so rapidly she feared she might burst of her chest. Sunny, five so called armed men entered the premises, failing to even glance at Bray in his direction as he urged their prey into cleansing chamber. Nurse Bray only gulped, her thick, erratic breaths showing bell's neck as a goose bumps. Distinctly arose at a mixture of situation and sensation. A stooping wet hand emerged from the basin, fingers curling from the circular sides of the tub as he agonized his squeezed. Two men ushered a strange individual into a nearly vacant room, a lanky figure with wide bald figure shoulders that lay hunched as he walked unkempt. Chestnut hued curls concealed his vision, several ringlets clinging to the sweat present in his glistening neck. The guard spat obscenities in his direction. His sulky expressions pale and oily, deep dark bags cloaking the supple skin. beneath his drooping eyes, as a gruesome deformity he cloaked half his complexion. The man, however, remained deftly silent towards the guards. heated his insults, no spray continued. To minutely massage the shampoo into Adele's sulcy hair. Utterly transfixed at the scene, as he intent, intently observed the woman, man in red, who was currently being led in the direction of the shower. Arundel's painfully gulped eyelids squeezing shut as she quickly reminisced. On the first day at Stillwater, the experience of the shower, the crimson, swollen welts of her arms and legs, took 15 days to eventually dissipate. A strange man was dressed in abundance of black and white nice pair of inky pin-striped slacks claimed his legs, made by a crimson-hued dress shirt, of accessorized by a frown provision of miscellaneous designs. The wrinkled sleeves lay d- dowly rolled at the elbows, thick fabric contorted and folds as a, matter of fact, as a matter of material loosely clung to his skin. A sleek black tie claimed his neck, it was currently entangled between the fingers of a considerably pissed off guard as he hastily tore it off. Arendelle's knuckles flushed with a deathly white hue, white due to her death grip on porcelain eyes with wild horror as she saw the scene unfold. Nurse Bray still managed to match her, her newly raw scalp with shampoo. Drifting into temporary trance as she, too, couldn't seem to tear her gaze away. Her lips suddenly met Adele's ear, prompting the woman to impulsively flinch. A sudden sensation of soothing water shifted against an obs- obscene jerk. Several droplets eased from their so- over the side, splattering the floor, varying shapes as bray, whispered a haunting confirmation into Adele's ear. Switch. An immediate shiver overcame the rigid woman's every limb as her eyes remained unblinking as she carefully studied the man in red as the guards falsely thrust him into position. Shallow breasts emerged from an anxious Adele as the guards aggressively yanked switched his arms in the direction of the scuffed silver poles latching one end to a pair of cuffs around the pole whereas the other half claimed the man's scarlet tainted wrist. By the looks of it, the guards had applied the cuffs extremely tight, as clear-intent indents appeared over the flesh. And Elle winced at the sight, Hazel gaze flickering in the direction of her wrist as she squeezed the porcelain between clammy fingers. The man switched apparently, laced his crimson-riddled fingers around the corded poles, the thin sonnest of the metal cuffs clinging against the surface sent violent shivers down the length of Allendale's spine as if physically twitched. Nurse Bray realised the blatant, reac- blatant reaction's similar shivers. I have been reading extracts from the following book. Catatonic by Alicia DiCarlo. Available on Amazon.com for sixteen dollars ninety-five. A highly recommended book from the but from the Holes in show. Child in Time, winner of the twenty sixteen Arthur C. Clarke Award, by Adrian. Tra-, tra la cosuka V. Chapter one, Genesis one of one Just a barrel monkeys. There were no windows in the brain to facility. Rotation meant that the outside was always down, underfoot, out of mind. The wall streets held a pleasant fiction, a positive view of the world. Below that, ignored the constant spin, showing the planet a hanging stationary still off of space, green marble to match the blue marble of the home, 20 light years away. Earth had been green in its heyday, though the colours have faded since. Perhaps never as green as a beautiful crafted world, for who, though, where even the ocean's glittering emerald with a planktonian, maintaining the oxygen balance within its atmosphere. How delicate and how many-sided was the task of building a living monument that would remain stable for geological ages to come? It had no officially conferred name beyond its astrological destination, although there was a strong vote for Semelia among some of the lesser imaginative crew members, <coughs> Dr. Alien Kern, now looked upon it, and thought of Kern's world, her project, her dream, her planet, first of many, she decided. This is the future. This is where mankind takes its next step, great step. This is where we, we become gods. This is the future, she said aloud. Her voice could, would all sound in every crew member's Audrey's centre. All 19 of them. The 15 were right there. The control hub of her. Not the true hub, of course. The gravity denuded axle. About which they revolved, that was the power and processing and the payload in load. This is where mankind takes its great next great step. Her speech had taken more than a time than the technical details over the last two days. She almost went on with a line about them becoming gods, but that was, but that was for her only. Far too controversial, given the non-ultra-nultra ultra clowns back home. Enough of us think, because over the projects like hers already, oh, oh, the differences between current Earth factions went deeper, far deeper socio economic, or oh, simply us and them. The Kern had got the brain launched all those years ago against mounting opposition. By now, the whole dear idea become a kind of scapegoat. Divisions of the human race between primates—a lot of them. Progress is what matters fulfilling potential humanity all of her life and all of all of her life would always been one of the fierce opponents the growing conservationist backlash most keenly plentified by the non-ultra nature terrorists if they had their way we'd end up back in the caves back in the trees old point of civilization so it's to see the limits of nature you tedious little primates. We stand on each other's shoulders, of course, the proper line. That of the accepted scientific community was on the shoulders of giants. She had not got to where she was by bowing her knee to the past generations. Midgets, lots of midgets, she fought. And then she could only keep back the pulling giggle, pulling giggle on the shoulders of monkeys. And they fought, they fought from her. One's with wall screen and the mind's eye hubs displayed, as as somatic as a brine too, for all of them. She wanted to direct their attention, lead them along, and uh, with her towards the proper application of her. Uh, sorry, there triumph. There, the needle of the central core circled by the ring of life and sciences that was a torus-shaped world. And at one end of the core was an unholy bulge of the sentry pod. Soon to be cast adrift had become the universal loneliness and longi- lo- lo- longest research post. The opposite of the needle sported the barrel. A flask contains monkeys and the future respectively. Particularly, I'd like to thank the engineering teams under Drs doctors Fernan and Midi for their tireless work in met re- formatting and she also and she also know said said Kern's world without meaning to. Our subject planet to provide a safe and nurturing environment for our great project. Fennon and Medi were well in their way were well on their way back to Earth. Their course, their fifteen year work completed, their thirty year journey return journey began. It's all stage setting though to make way for Kern for a dream. We are, I am, that's all this work is for, a journey of twenty light years home, whilst thirty years dragged by on earth, only two twenty are from falling, and many in their cold coffins. For them, the voyage is always as fast as light, what wonders we can start to accomplish. From over the Indians had engines to accelerate to most the speed of light, with no more than and tools to move her. About a universe that the earth's biosphere was about to inherit because humanity may be fragile in the, in ways we cannot imagine so we cast our net wide and even wider human history is balanced on a life edge where many of ignorance prejudiced supposition desperate striving have brought them to last to the, to this the human humankind who could beget new settled life in its own image. Humanity would no longer be alone. Even in the unthinkable far future, with Earth itself had fallen in fire dust, there would be a legacy spreading across the stars, an infinite and spanning variety, Earth-born, life-diverse enough to survive any reversal of fortune to the death of the whole universe, perhaps even beyond that. Even if we die, we will live on in our children. Like the nuns preach their dismal all eggs in one basket, creed. Human purity and supremacy. She thought. We will we will not we will out evolve them. We will leave them behind. This is be the first a thousand worlds we will give give life to. For we are gods, we are lonely. We we so we shall create back home things are tough or so the 20-year-old images indicated, and Mara skimped dispassionately over the riots, the furious debates and demonstrations of violence. Things only, how did we get so far, so many falls in the gene pool, and on uh, ultra nature lobby, but only in the most extreme, with certain correlation, home in political fractions, the conservative, the philosophical, and even the diehard religious, who looked at the progress and said that enough was enough. Who fought too for now against further engineering of the he Juno you know, gets removal limits on AI against the programme that entity he returns own you get that and you get their losing a transforming would soon be going on elsewhere. Keswell was just as just one of the many planets receiving the attentions of people like Fan and Medi transformed from hospitable Chemical rocks earth like only to an approximate size and distance from sun, to balance ecosystems that Kern could have w- walked on without a suit in only a, 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 a discomfort after the monkeys been delivered and sent sent pod detached to monitor them. those other gems were her attention would next be drawn we will, We will see the universe with all the wonders of the earth. In a speech at which he was barely paying attention, she mouldered down lists of other names from here at home. The person she really wanted to thank was herself. She fought for this. She engineered longevity, allowing to carry the debate across several human, natural human lifetimes. She had clashed in the finances, rooms, in laboratories, and academic sentences. Syndom- a mass entertainment fees, just to make this happen. I have done this. With your hands I have built, with your, with your eyes I have measured, but mine is mine alone. Her mouth continued long to prepare, a course, the words boring her even more than they would presumably bore the listeners. The real-world sense was a speech. We well, receive it twenty years' time, a fully confirmation. Back home, the way things are due to her. Her mind touched base as a brim to the hub. The confirmed barrel stave systems are pinned into a relay link with a facility control computer. It was a check that had become a nervous habit of late. Without tolerance, it, it remained implied. And she, she probed behind the land summary. She could see a precise readouts of landing it is state of readiness, even down to its vital signs, with 10,000 strong primate Krogo, the chosen who would inherit, if not the Earth, at least this planet, whatever it would be called. Whatever they would eventually call it, once the uplift of had taken them far along the developmental road, biotechs estimated that more, mere 30, 40 monkey generations would bring them to a the stage when they might make contact with sentry pot. And it's lone human incumbent. Along the barrel side of the barrel was a flask, the livious system of virus that would accelerate the monkeys along the way. They would stride in a mere century or two across physical, mental distances. They would have taken humanity millions of ye- hostile years. No other group of people to think She she for her, she, she herself was no biotech specialist. She has seen specs and speculations through its expert su- system and play- examined the theory and surmised it in terms that she, mere polymath genius, would understand. Understand The virus is clearly an impressive piece of work. As far as she could grasp, it affected individuals that would produce offspring, moonlit in a number of useful ways, greater brain size and blood pressure complexity, greater body size to accommodate it, more flexible behavior baths, swifter learning, The virus would be neck recognised would even recognise the, pre- the presence of infection in other individuals on the same species. It promotes selecting breeding. The best of the best giving birth to even better. It was a whole future in a microsopric shell. Almost a smart and single minded little way as a creature that it would be improving, it would be intact with a post genome. A low deep level would replicate of its cells like a new overgrowth del, passing on the host's offering to so the entire species was subject to the benevolent contracting. No matter how many change, the monkeys underwent, the virus would adapt and adjust to whatever genome it was partnered with, whatever it inherited, until some. Something engineered that looked that could take its greatest in the, could look its greatest in the eye and understand. She sold it to the people back home by describing how Godless would reach the planet, then describing them from the stars, like dented to meet them new people instead of a harsh, untamed world. A race of uplifted, sentient aids and servants would welcome their makers. That was what what she had told. A boardroom and the committee back on Earth, but she never been appointed exercise for her. The monkeys were the point, and they were they that's what they would come. Would come. Would come. This is one of the things with nuns most nice and incensed about. They shouted about making super beings our mere beasts. In fact, in truth, all small children is sharing they objected to only children. Humanity craved the sole attention of the universe, like so many other projects hosted as a political issue. A virus development had been fraught with protests, subcharge, terrorism and murder. And yet we triumphed over on the base natural at last. Nature at last, current, inf- reflected with satisfaction. Of course, there had been a tiny grain of truth and insults and nuns threw her way, because she didn't care about colonists, the non-imperialistic dreams of her fellows, she wanted to make a new life in her, in her image as much as in humanity. She wanted to know what might evolve, what society, what understandings, when her monkeys were left to their own similar devices to Anna Kern. This was a prize her award for exercising a genius for the good of the human race. The experiment is a what if her efforts would open up a string of powerful wells but price that the first bomb would be hers, home of a new made people. She was aware of expected silence and realised she got got to the end of the speech. Now everyone thought she was adding gracious suspense to a moment that needed no guiding. Mr Sterling, are you a physician? she asked on an open channel. For everyone's benefit, Sterling was a volunteer. The man was going to leave behind. Um, the man he was going to leave behind. He would orbit the size of the primates. as long as he turned, locked in cold deep, cold, deep sleep till the time came for him to come mentor to new race ascendant primates. She almost envied him, for he would see and hear experience things that no other human ever had. He would be the new Amberman, the monkey guard. Almost envied. But, in the end, Kern rather preferred be departing under to undertake another other projects let 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 others have become gods of mere single worlds. She herself would stride as stars lead out the prohafrian. I am not in position, no, apparently he left it. He felt that he was also deserving a wider audience because he had broadcast it on a great general channel. Kern for a stab of annoyance, I cannot physically do anything myself. Why is it that NFP so often fail to meet my standards when I'm lying them? It's him alone, she said. She said, perhaps you would explain why. i hope hoping to be able to say a few words, Dr. Kern. It would be his last contact with his species for a long time. She knew it would seem appropriate he could make a good showing, but he would only add to a legend. She held re- held ready on the master cons though setting up him setting on him on a few seconds delay just in case he might melate rele- or start something saying something inappropriate. This is a turning point in turning voice, always slightly mournful, came to her when she threw her through her everyone else. His image was in his mind's eyes eye hub with with the collar of his bright orange environment suit down done up to his chin. I had to think long and hard before committing myself to this this of course. You can imagine but some things are too important. Sometimes you can you just have to do the right thing. Whatever the cost, Ken nodded please with what he what with that? Be good and open up soon, Sterling. Some of your legacy to the build. Some of us are legacy to build. We have all so done, come so far, still we fall into the oldest areas, Sterling continued doggedly. We're sitting, standing here, the universe grass. Instead of furthering with our own destinies, we can thrive with our own amp- amp- obstinance. Her, her parent was drifted a little. By the time she realized he, what he said, the words had passed on to the crew. She registered suddenly a sonny murmured to continued messages between them and even spoke simple spoken words, whispered between them the closest up to her. Dr. McGill mentioned meanwhile, sent an alert to another channel. Why is you studying in the Indian Corps? Sterling could not be an engine called the needle. Sterling should be in a centripod, ready to take his place in the environment or in history. She cut off Sterling from the crew and sent him an angry demand to know what he thought he was doing to know what he thought he was doing. For a moment he said, oh, started stared at her in a visual field. It listened to the, to his voice. You had to be stopped at the cone, you and all your kind, your, your, your new new machines, new species. If you succeed here, there'll be other there will be other worlds. And you said it yourself I know that you're transforming them even now. It's then it ends here, now ultraviolet, ultra nota, no greater than heart nature. We wasted vital moments of potential discussion resulted in personal abuse and he spoke again. I'll cut off, doctor. Do the same to to me if you wish, but for me now, I'm going to speak and you don't you don't get to interrupt me. She's trying to override him, hunting through the, the computer control systems. To find out what he had done, but he locked her out it, it, eagerly and selectively. A whole area of felicity systems that just did not appear in her mental schematic. When she quizzed the computer about them, she refused to acknowledge her existence. None of them was mission critical. Not the barrel. Not the flask. Not even the sentry pod. Therefore, none were in the systems. She'd been obsessed checking and checking it every day. Not mission critical, perhaps, but facility critical. Dis- he's disabled to react to self. these making and reported. What's going on? Why is he in the engine core at all? Alarm! But not outright panic, which was a good finger in the air for the mood of the crew all around. He's in the engine room call because he's death, the instant a total, therefore probably painless, Karen surmised. She is already moving up to the surprise of the others. She was heading up, climbing into the access shaft, a led to a slender central pylon station, heading along. From the outer floor that remained down only so long as he was close to it, climbing out, out of the supposed gravity well towards the long needle that lay all, all round, there was a flurry of increasing concerned voices. Voices called out to heels. Some, they followed her. She knew. Sterling was continually blithing. This is not the beginning, not even the beginning, Doctor Kern. His tone was relentlessly referring. Differential. Even if we've been back home, it would already started back home. It is probably already over. In another few years, maybe you'll hear Earth and our future been taken back from the humans. No lifted monkeys, Doctor Kern. No godlike computers. No freak shows of human form. We have the universe to ourselves. We, as we intended, as we always our destiny on. All the colonies in the solar system out uh, out our agents will have made their move. We a majority you understand about Kern she was lighter and lighter, holding herself towards uh, up and coming uh, in. She knew she would be cursing Stirling, but she was that was the point she could if he could not live never, never that was a point if he could never hear her. It not such a long way to the weakness of the needle's hollow interior. She had her choice then, either towards the engine core, where Stoney was no doubt taking steps to ensure he would not be stirred, or anyway away away in the fine, very final sense. She would override everything steering had done. She had full confidence in the of her abilities. To take time, though, to have cast herself the way down to the needle. Towards Sterling and his his traps, she locked barrels. Even time would be something she could not have the benefit of. And if the powers that be refuse us, stopped to come said, Hateful voice continued in her ear, then we will fight. We shall wrest mankind's destiny back by force. Then we shall. She barely took in what he was saying, but a cold sense of fear was creeping into her mind. Not from the danger of, to her, the to Brian too, but what, what was he saying about Earth and the colonies? of war? Possible, not even the nuns. But it it was true, there had been some instant assassinations. Riots, bombs, the whole Europa base had been compromised. The nuns were splitting into the imminent storm of manifest destiny. Though she had always believed that such outbursts represented large throats of humanity under evolvers, she was now heading the only way, other way, distancing herself from the engine core as though a brain had been space enough space between it, within it for her to escape the coming blast. She was utterly rational, however; she knew exactly what was coming ahead of her. Was a circular portal to a centipod, only seeing as she did realise the same part of her mind, parts part she always lied on, its finesse, that were complex and congregations, had already fully inserted the current situation. This current, the most slim but possible way out. This was where studying was supposed to do. This was the slow boat to the future that he, Sane's timeline, would have been part of it. Now she ordered the door to open, believe the to discover this is one place equipment, which actually was actually his particular business, seemed to have remained free of meddling. The first person came for which she thought was the last one. Her brain cracked and lurched around her, but the engine core remained stable, as it ev- 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 evidenced by the fact that she herself had not been dis- disintegrated. She turned back into the wild wind and whirl of frantic messaging between crew, sailing, had rigged the skate pods. He didn't ha- want anyone voiding the fate he had scurned himself for it for himself. Had he he sometimes he had somehow forgot fourth and century pods. The detonating pods would push Brian two out of the position, drifting each drifting either. Towards the plane or off in the line, she had to clear, get clear, door opened to no command. She had the sentry have run and do it on the release system. There was a little space inside, just a little deep sleep coffin. Don't think of it a coffin, a termite of associated systems. The hub was accruing her. She was not right person, nor was she wearing the proper gear for prolonged cold sleep. I didn't intend to be there here for centuries, just enough to ride it out. She swiftly o- overread its quibbles. And by the time the diagnosis of point-in-point point tampering on another, another identification, by the process of elimination, these parts of the, of the, of the leaf's process have been erased from its direct diagnosis. Sounds from the outside suggested the best course of action was order the doors closed, then locked the systems so that nobody outside could intrude on her. She climbed in the dark, cold sleep tank around the time the banging started. Those others of the crew had been come to the same realisation as her, but, slowly, but slightly later. She blocked out their messaging. She blocked out Sterling too who was obviously not going to tell her anything useful now. It's better if she didn't have to share her head if anyone and set her up control systems. She had no idea how much time she had, how she how she'd worked with trademark balance of speed and care, and got her be where she was now, got me leading the brand to facility. Got me here in the sentry pod, what a clever doomed monkey I am. Her muffled banging was more insistent, but I Pod only had room for one, a heart that always been hard, but she found that she had hardened it still, further not to think of those whose names of faces, her loyal colleagues that she and Sterling between them were condemning to a supposed end. Which is, which I myself could not escaped, reminded herself, and and she had then she had it. A work through the jury, jury-rigged release path avoiding Sterling's ghost system. Ghost systems. Would it work? She a veteran of dry run, nor if she had any options, nor any suggestion. So she suspected any time Release, she ordered hub and shouted down all the different ways it was programmed to ask are you sure until she felt a movement of mechanism around her when she wanted then she wanted her to go Took her to go into deep sleep, cold sleep immediately as it had it been planned but she made it wait, wait. It, if the captain was going down with a ship, she would be last to the it to mines. the distance. How much the distance would that need? They were there, they, there, there were by then 7,000 messages clamoring for attention. Every member of the crew wanted to talk to her, but he had nothing to say to any of them. The sentry point with no windows either. She had wanted it, could have been shown her the harbour display of the we see him brin too, as little capsule of life fell into it, but re- rearranged it. Now she turned to the systems on the internal column, boosted by the about century barrel, and instructed, "Launch the barrel." She wondered if it was a poor thing, but in another respect, it probably been Sterling's first and more carefully before Dars, subtle enough to slip in all cheat checks because of the, you because the, the actual mechanical release that placked the barrel was virtually beneath notice. On the shoulders of others, she said she had, had to stop to think about the, those beneath her in the pyramid of achievement, when the lowest of them had to agree to bear her weight or all of it would come falling down. She saw the flare-up there, not even the mind's eye, but through the brief flower of damage books that were to his computers, as she as all, all of her colleagues and facilities and sterling traitor, all of her work becoming abruptly no more than a rapidly disassociated cloud of fragments, a ghost breath of dissipating organ atmosphere with some unrecognizable organic remains. Karen calls the stabilized. She had been expecting a great shockwave, but the centripod was already far enough away, and the bring to energy and matter were so minuscule compared to the distance of old, and barely any adjustment was required to ensure the Centripod remained within its programmed orbit. Show me, she braced herself to the image, but really it, as it moved. This is removed, it seemed almost nothing. A flash, a tiny but burnt boat of all her dears and friends. In a final analysis, had been more, nothing more than a barrel over of old monkeys after all. But his distance against the vast and heedless background of everything else it's hard to see why any of them even mattered at all. Deathfest beacons, he ordered, because they wouldn't need to know on earth what happened. They had to know they might come and collect her like Waker, like stupid beauty after all she was Dr. Cohen she was the future of the human race right there here they needed her 20 long years for a signal to reach her far more than that the rest had come back even the best fusion engines of joy to accelerate to the three-quarter light speed but a frail body could no longer Will survive survived that no longer in cold sleep and more than that. Several so, hours later, she saw, at the end of it, she saw the barrel hit the atmosphere. It was not the planned trajectory the turn for configuration of brain 2 having sent off a tangent so that it narrowly avoided being held forever in the empty space. Its cargo would not care for, in a second in the long run. The barrel burned streaking like a meteor through the atmosphere and the green world somehow the fault of the intense terror his primary outcomes were going must be going through as he died in ignorance of fear and burning touched her more than the death of her fellow humans and wouldn't do claim I have evidence was he right the force of habit a redundant professional for, she located the flask, watching at the smaller gas there, fell from the atmosphere at a greater angle, delivering its vital cocoa to a well devoid of semblance it attended intended for. We all could always have get to mongrel monkeys. That was a curious mentor, but it made her bail better. The old Lyft virus would, would let, last familiar. The project would survive the treachery and death of its creators. She herself would restore it. Later, Listen listen for a change in the radio signals. Make me, when you hear it. Make me when you hear it, she instructed. Your pod computer was not happy about that. It required some of auto- perimeters. Okay, <coughs> for, for over the developments back home, she might want to appraise praise of. Listening over the long was tangible to try to separate the future. They gave, they gave me options. Her hub streamed in possibilities. Her pod computer was a sophisticated piece of engineering. Complex enough to be feigned silence if it's not quite upon, quite owned to it. Load facilities. she noted. I was not the most pleasant footfall in the world, but she's f- not always saying how much easier life would be She'd arrange herself, everything herself. Pod could upload an image it's of a itself, a better, imperfect copy. It could, it could, it, it, it would form a current computer or composite to be able to react to external, external events and simulation of her own heart. Best judgment. She scanned for the cravats and notes some single more cutting edge technology as they were Upload facility you know. I'm not the most pleasant fault in the world. It's not always so much easier. Life would be she ranges everything herself. Upon itself, upload an image of a conscious itself about an imperfect property. would load, load, load an image of a conscious from itself, back in perfect copy. It would form a current computer composite it would be able to react to external events in simulation for best judgments. To scan the lookouts and notes, more cutting-edge technology that were due to be have been pioneered. Over time, it's predicted that AI network will further incorporate that loaded current that she'd come to would be made finer and finer. Distinctions potentially, the end result would be something smarter, more capable, and some simple sum total of human and machine combined. Do it, she instructed, lying back and waiting the pod to begin, scanning her brain. Just let him be quick with the rescue party. One or two brave little huntress, she is porter, she is hunting, she is eight millimetres long, but she is a tiger within her tiny world, fierce and cunning, just like spiders, she is two parts of her body, her small abdomen holds her book lungs, a bulk of her gut, her head body is dominated by two huge eyes facing forwards for perfect binocular vision. Beneath a pair of turny tufts that crown her like horns. She's fuzzy with hair in broken patterns of brown and black. Predators, she looks more dead, leaf than live prey. She wakes below her former eyes. Her fangs are flanked by lame, like mouthparts mouth of palms-coloured. A startling white, still like a quivering moustache. Sights are named her Portugia La Barria. Yet another unassuming species of jumping spider. Yet her attention is fixed to another spider at home in its web. This is Scolius Puzzier, long-limbed and hunchbacked and able to spit toxic webbing. Scoculus specializes in catching, eating jumping spiders like Portra. Portra specialised in eating spider Eating spiders, most of whom are larger and stronger than she, her eyes are remarkable. The visual v- v- accessory of primate peers out from pin- those pinheads, sides, discs, affects chambers behind them, piercing together and well behind, around her. Poor, not had no faults. She had f- 16,000 neutrons, belly formed a brain, contrast with a human's 100 billion but sometimes goes on in that tiny knot of tissue. She already recognized the enemy, knew its, pl- in its split would make any formal assault fatal. She was playing with the edge of the web, sending technical lies to a varying shade to see if it can be lured out, and that target had twitched once or twice. It would not be deceived. This is what a few tens of a s- thousands of neurons can do. Portrait had tried and failed, Variation after variation, hoping in on what enticed the most response. she she'll go f- without things differ- and Now she'll go about things differently. Her keen eyes have been examining the surrounding of the web, the branches, of twigs that hang uh, over and blow it. Somewhere in her little knot of neurons, three dimensional map had been built up from molecular scrutiny. He's plotted a painstaking course to which he may come in come at the circle chose from above like a minute minute assassin Minute when assassin. The approach is not perfect but it's the best the environment will allow a scraper pain and worked it all out as a theoretical exercise ahead of time a parent plain planned approach would take her outside a prey was much for much of the journey, but even when a prey is beyond view, it remains in her tiny mind. Yet a prey was something other than scrupulous. They will, they will make different tactics. It would experiment until something worked, it usually does. Portia's ancestors had been making those calculations decisions for millennia. millionaire. Each generation physically more of accomplished, because its best hunters are the ones that will Eat well and lay more eggs. So far so natural. Porter is just about to get set off on her quest where movement attracts her gaze. Another species arrived, a male. He's been studying the circles, But now his accrue eyes are locked on her. Past individuals of species might have described the little male as a safe lunch at the circles, and made plans accordingly, but none but now something changes. changed. A present male speaks to her. Complex new experience. A crouching figure. Here, the far side of the web is not just prey mate revelant. It's just an invisible connection strung between them. She does not quite grasp what is something like her. So, but her formal ability to calculate strategies has gained a new dimension. A new category appears that expands that spans that options a hundredfold. Ally, a little long minutes the two hunting spiders examine a mental bats while the scudgers hangs patiently oblivious obvi- biv- between them when Potter watches the metal creep around the web's edge like a little he waits for her to move she does not he moves again at least she does not. she's she got to, to where she's present changes in a sense of odds. of Oz she wo- wo- moves off again to the course as she's been plotting, scr- cr- jumping, creeping, jumping, descending by like Fred all the while her mind remains an image of the three-dimensional wor- world and the two other spiders inside it. At last she's in position above the chocolatey's web, back in sight of the motionless mail. She waits while she makes his move. He skitters to the secret and styrans, Cautiously testing his footing, his movements are mechanical repetitive, as though he's not just a fragment of dead leaf that was drifted in the web. The circuitry... circuitry the their Swift sis once, then remains still, as a breeze shivers, and web, the male, moves more swiftly, under cover, of white noise and shrinking strands. He bounces and dances abruptly, speaking to the language of the world in loud and certain t- terms. Pray, pray, trying to escape, a secret is instantly on the move. A portrait strikes, dropping down behind a displaced enemy, sinking her fangs into it. Her poison immobilises others her her swiftly. The hunt is concluded. Soon after, the little male returns. They regard one another, trying to build a new picture of their world. They feed. She is constantly on the verge of driving him away. And yet, their new dimension, that com- com- camaraderie, set- stays her uh, fangs. He is prey. He is not prey later they hunt together again they make a good team together they able to make take on targets in situations situation that alone neither could have retreated from evil to retreat from eventually she is probably for prey, not to prey, mate because she her behaviors are limited to ground males after the act of mating other instincts surface their policies comes to an end Lays a clutch and many eggs of many successful huntress. Their children will be beautiful, and brilliant, and grow to twice the size, effectively, nor the virus that parent and the male both carried. Further generations carrying brighter, more successes, still one after the other, selectively revolving at a virtually accelerating rate. So they were best able to exploit this new advantage, still and will uh, dominate Dreampool for the future. British children would inherit the earth world. One of three. Lights go out. Dr. Erin Kern awoke a dozen complex feeds of information, none of which helped her restore her memories. What happen? she had happened? Why is she gradually returning to a conscious in a cold sleep unit? She could not open her eyes, her entire body was clamping, and she's nothing of her mental base except the overkill of information assailing her. Every system, the pole clamoring to report. laser model is managed to extract. feeling queasily bloated, constipated, oversimulated, All at once, a machine in the coffin labored back bringing her back to something resembling active life. Good morning, Dr. Kern, said the sentry hub in its old centers It assumed a woman's voice, strong and soaring. Kern was not reassured. She wanted to ask why she was here in the sentry why she could feel the answer continuing, just about to hit her, and never quite landing. Just give me something to get my memories back together, she ordered. That is not very recommended, the hub cautioned her. If you want me to make make any kind of decision then everything fell back into her mind to pieces dams breaking to unleash a flood of f- horrifying revelation the brain too was gone her colleagues were gone the monkeys were gone everything was lost except for her she told her hub to wake her up when the radio signals came she took the, what was intended to be very ref in her chest not worked properly she just wheezed about time she told her hub I, oh, for all that statement will be a meanness to the computer now it was her talking to her and she she simply felt she could converse with it from those human it was always been a vaccine side effect of the elizabeth model how much time had elapsed earth standard 14 years 18 72 days doctor that's she felt her throat open a little that can't be no point in telling the computer it can't be wrong couldn't be wrong, and it was right, wasn't right. It wasn't long enough. World could have got back to Earth, and the rescue ship arrived back at that time. But that hope was set in. Of course, the ship had already been heading for her before standards destroyed. A band too. No doubt the man's status as a nun agent been uncovered long before. When the ridiculous uprising had failed, she was saved. Surely, she was saved. In, te- in initiate contact, he told the hub. I'm afraid that is not possible, Doctor. She tuttered and called on the systems. Feeds again, better, feeling better, able to cope with them. He, each part of the pod opened for her, confirming its working order. She checked the columns, receivers, while well, even tolerance transmissors were working, sending them to a signal, also performing the primary function, broadcasting a complex set of messages to the planet below. Of course it had been tended the same day, the same planet became... We come to cradle a new species that might just receive a coding message. No chance of that now. That's all. Her croaky voice infuriated it. Clarify what's the problem. I'm afraid there's nothing to indicate contact with. Initiate contact with Doctor. The hubs mode told her politely. Attention was been directed to simulation of space surrounding them's planet century. No ship from Earth. It's plain. there has been a change. There'd been a change in radio signals, Doctor. I reckon we can't have to, as it's significant, I'm afraid. And you're sort of saying, I'm afraid, you asked angrily. Of course, Doctor. It would be, and it would, and she knew. The perfect mannerism that would bar it from speech from the moment on. Since you've entered your cold sleep, I've been monitoring the sign gulfs of Earth, and, but Kurt's voice shook a little, staring, all, it, there was it been used at war on the hills of that? What hub even you know to wake me? Who uh, wouldn't be able to filter the contact like that. So, uh, what I had been there, lost the mince of provision data. The hub hired it now. Not a presence, but absence. She wanted to ask it what I was looking at. She wanted to tell it what was wrong again. He wanted the double wanted it double checked, so he was not checking every single moment. There's no more signals, radio signals for Earth. The last trailing edge was a past center by, by radiating for Earth at the speed of light, was out of date for twenty years as he fled past her in the void. I was here the final twelve hours signals. She thought that there were too many of them, but they're far scattered and coded. They, those who couldn't tr- were pleased to help, she tracked them back t- another forty hours, trying to replace, replace it altogether. Hull's running recorder had retained, Mo- no more than that, the exact precise details already lost, spending away m- away from her faster than she could possibly pursue. Sterling's wall had broken out, though there, was, there that was all she could think. think. It had come and begun stuffing our colonies across human space. Lights had gone out across their solar system as nuns and allies rose up to wrestle with their enemies, the fate of mankind. There had been an escalation, seemed inconveniently. Colonel was not well aware. The governments of Earth and colonies possessed weapons of terrifying potential, and theoretical science existed for far worse. The war on Earth had gone hot, and much, and that much he could tell. Neither side had backed down. Both sides pushed and pushed. Pulling new toys to the box the beginning of the war was lost from two, for two, her two and a half day radio window, but she had dreadful suspicion that entire go conflict had lasted less than a week. Now, 20 years away, Earth laid silent, and laid silent for two decades. Were there people here at all? Had the entire human race been eliminated, save for her? Or had it simply been thrown back into a new dark age where the dumb brute people looked at those moving lights? The sky and forgot that their ancestors had built them. The stations uh, and the insular colonies, the others, you got out. Of the last transmissions from Earth was an all frequency, all direct, tr- directions, ecologic virus. Doctor Elisa reported dumbly. His purpose was to infest and disable any system that received it. It appears he was able to penetrate down, down system security, I surmised the various colony systems have already been shut down. But what me by what means Andrew felt already felt cold as any human could have. She waited till realization, but there was none. The solar then the, the, the solar colonies I hadn't felt of extra solar bases were still being transformed terraformed. they had been built early on in mankind's facility after technology developed an extensive process of human servants that slowed the process down, so many individual toes to tread on tele-based base planets with so much swift down the world well, was the first of those kind to be completed. Beyond Earth. earth mankind was terribly, terribly reliant on technology as the computers. It was such a virus to take an systems system that made out of like Uber to disable these systems. That meant death swift death, cold death, airless death. How do you survive then? How do we survive? Doctor, so the virus is not designed to attack experimental, uploaded human personality contracts. Peas, peasants within my systems had pre- pre- prevented me from being a suitable host of the virus. And then Kearns stared past the lights of the uh, uh, darkness side of the century Pub, pod, thinking about all the places of great dark, dark where humanity once made it in a fragile eggshell home itself and all she had to think of her was Why did they rewake me? I require you to make it a command decision, doctor. What command decision do you personally need now? She asked for the reporter as they be necessary to return to cold sleep, the the, the cub told her, and she's bitterly missed that. I'm afraid which added a much much needed sense of human hesitancy. Have a lack of information concerning its current external circumstances means that I likely to be able to detain an appropriate trigger to awaken you. I also believe that you yourself may not be able to instruct me concerning a trigger, though you may give me instructions you wish. Internally simply specify a specific period of time. In alternative you may simply rely on your personality. Outlook. Make you at the appropriate time. The unspoken level echo was a sound in my mind. Oh, never, that would never be a time. Show me that planet. The great green orb was she spun on was produced for her, all its measurements and attributes tr- tr- even leaking to the nested trees of additional details. Somewhere in th- there were of credits, the names of the dead, resigned and built each part and piece of it. All guided plate tectonics, technonic, and sparked its weather systems into life, fast tracked its erosion and soil, its soil its life. But the monkeys buried, burned, all for nothing. It seems a puzzle. It had been so close to the grand dream, she spread her life throughout the universe, the vocation of intelligence, the granted survival Earth's legacy. Then the war came, and studying secrecy, just too soon. How long, long can we last, oh, was her question. Doctor, a solar race should be able to, uh, able to survive in an infinite period of time. But it's possible the external impact of an medical defect may eventually result in seizure of function. There is no upper limit on working lifespan. it probably been intended as pronouncement of hope. The can, it pounded more like a prison sentence. Let me sleep, she told Ped. i acquire guidance and when to wake him up. She laughed at the sound of her own voice hideously the closed confines. When rescue ships rise the monkeys are. Uh, when the uh, monkeys answer. When one when, uh, uh, when dead. When uh, the l- dead unload self. self ideas. It was significant. I believe I can work with those telemetries, doctor. I will now prepare you for to return to cold sleep. Sleep for a long, long time. You return to the tomb, a sanctum to yourself. Stand watch over the silent planet, the silent universe, as the lot of those bells, the great space-faring human civilization. So 2. Pilgrimage two one, two thousand 2000 years from home. Molson Mason. Started away in nightmare, kind of claustrophobic, fighting it down, almost as quickly to hit him. Experience had followed him. Now did to recognize where he was? Where he was, and why? There's no cause for alarm, what? But the old monkey instinct still had their moments of glory. Shrinking, trapped, trapped in the hells of mind, packing monkeys, freezing cold, and closing space. His body barely fit into. He felt like a thousand needles withdrawing themselves from his grey, nervous, nervous skin. The tubes being yanked and more in intimate regions. None of it done with much sense or tender care. Business usual for a surgeon's He would like to think that even he really hated surgeons' chambers, but had not exactly no option for any member of human race right now. For a moment, he thought this was it. He's been woken up, but not released to be trapped instead behind the frigid glass, unheard and noticed. A vast, empty ship of ice corpses heading over nowhere to deep space. The primal, primal claustrophobia jumped him for a second time. He's already fighting for his life. His hands beat the transparent, parent cover above him when the seal raised and dimmed, unlighted light. Was replaced with the slow, steady glare of the ship's lamps. His eyes barely flinched. The suspension chamber could hardly have been bearing his body for his waking, long before it designated spark his mind back to life. Plainly, he wondered if anything was going—had gone—something gone wrong. There was a limited number of circumstances which he would have been relieved of that. He would hear no alarms, though. A very limited status f- throughout within the chambers had all been usually you know, fairly finished a suspension chamber would have barely in the body for his waking for he designed to spark his life back to, mind back to life But lately he wondered if there was something gone wrong, limited number of sentences which he would have been a lead after all he hear no alarms though, very limited status for out, buried out Within the chamber had all been safe blue bars and this that of course was that was broken of course. This is holes of your podcast Show. I've been reading extracts from Children of Time, the winner of the twenty sixteen Alpha C. Clark Award by Adrian. T C H A L K O Z V S K S K Y.